the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, and I'm going to go to our guests first because these guys are busy. Uh, Millburgers is having a great Halloween celebration yesterday and today, and uh, one of the busiest places is All Things Balloon. Uh, they are balloon artists, and I'm going to post a picture. Uh, to the Millburgers Facebook page in just a moment of the scorpion that Ernie made. Ernie Shoon, did I get that right? Oh, Shoon is, is with us. Ernie, welcome to the show, and he's with All Things Balloon. Well, thank you so much. It's always a great to be out here, and it's an absolutely gorgeous day to be out here at Millburgers, you know? <laughs> well, we love having you uh, guys. Uh, the, the face painter, you guys are kind of uh, have the longest lines, uh, even longer than the roasted corn. Which is impressive. <laughs> That's true. And usually, unless we have somebody help us cut off the line, we are working past the time they turn off the yes. lights and roll up the tables and everything else. So we got to get out, you know. And we're just very popular. I don't know. I don't understand how balloons are so popular, but they are. Well, oh yeah, I saw two little kids come by with uh, some balloons that y'all made, and they were. It was like they're. Uh, most precious possession yep. you know they, they were really in love with those things and one of the reasons you guys are so popular and, and maybe you can talk a little bit about what goes into it is so when people think of balloon animals you know they think of it's it's a dog it's a giraffe no you guys are so creative talk about some of the things that you make with balloons Okay, uh, yeah, there's a slight difference between a balloon twister and a balloon artist. A balloon twister does the dogs, and they do a lot of things really fast. Uh, They might do a flower really fast, but we put a lot more detail in what we do. So, therefore, if uh, we do a character, for instance, it looks like the character because we put a lot of detail into it. The scorpion, it's got everything that a real scorpion has, so it looks like a scorpion, so... It doesn't look like a cartoon, which is kind of cool. It's even got a stinger, yep. like yep. the real scorpion. And when the wind blows on it, it looks like the stinger's moving. Yeah, it looks like it's getting ready to strike. So how do you, how do you, and that's that's the thing I noticed is when people walk by with characters or an item, that maybe it's, uh, um, I don't know, if uh, someone was dressed as a soldier, they might do a balloon gun. Yep. It looks, it's got the detail in it, which is just amazing. Well, and I'm a little bit more detailed than uh, than a lot of people in that when I make like a, uh, in that case, a gun, I'll make a shotgun that looks like a, like a uh, I don't know, a double-aught <laughs> double, double barrel. Us. But it looks pretty cool, though, because it's got the stock and the 
trigger and everything else. So it, it looks really cool. So, <laughs> but I love making. Uh, like I said, I love a challenge, and and sometimes I can't do it just because of the time constraints. You know, if we have a big long line, I can't really do like a scorpion. But I can usually do something fast, like a space gun, which is mm-hmm. three balloons, but it's really detailed, and it looks really cool. So, <laughs> you know, I love them myself. So. You guys, uh, after me whining and whining and whining about to Charles, uh, he, I think he finally said, would you please make Milton a hippo? You brought a hippo last year. I don't remember. If it, I think it was either for Halloween or Christmas. Yeah. And it was wonderful. My wife loved it. It went on Facebook, and everybody liked it. Uh, so talk a little bit about what you guys do. You're here today, oh, yeah. but how do people contact you, and how do uh, they? Our, we have a website, uh, www.allthingsballoon.com, or you can find us on Facebook, uh, just allthingsballoon.com, and look for us there. Uh, we post pictures up of events that we do there, So and then all of our latest balloon creations. If I come up with anything new, it pops up on usually Facebook, and then it goes to our website. So you can always see the latest and greatest stuff that we do there. Uh, we work for the Spurs, oh, so wow. you'll see us out there. Uh, I'm usually out on the back patio during uh, pregame, so they got the DJ and the moon bounces and food trucks and all that stuff, and then I'm out there with the face painters. Uh, also, the stars and the rampage. Well, stars aren't going to be here much longer, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're we're still on their uh, their Rolodex. Uh, we're at all kinds of public events like this, and we usually try to post those on our Facebook, I mean, on our okay. uh, website page. It, we have a little events calendar there, so you can see where it is. And Jerry asked you, I don't remember the answer. I, I was paying attention because we were starting the show. How'd you get started in this? I met the wonderful and talented Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were going to church at the same time and the same place, and I chased her for about all three or four years before she caught me, and that's how that normally works. But then once we got together, it was like, well, I've learned how to do all kinds of things. How hard can balloons be? <laughs> it turns out it's a little bit trickier than I thought, but it also turns out that I had a, an, a talent for it that I had no clue I could do anything like this till I met her. You you not paint it? You don't you don't paint or nope. sculpture or nope. anything like I that? I am. I, really? I, so you can't first... draw without a ruler. <laughs> so, so your first endeavor into art and creativity I was the, the balloons? And my, my uh, goodness. My uh, high school buddies, I went to back to my high school reunion and showed them what I did, and they're like, you never did anything like that in <laughs> high school. I'm like, I know. Until I met my wife, I didn't know I could do this. That's so, wonderful. And the, and the scorpion was a new creation. You'd never yep. done that before, and so uh, we'll post that. Y'all post it too, so people can go to okay, all things we'll balloons do. on Facebook well, thank as you so well. Much. And uh, you're here till well. Uh, we'll be till three o'clock today. Okay. So, and make sure you get here before three because we got to quit right at that time. So. Okay. Okay. Ern, thank you so much. Thank you so you, much. You betcha. Uh, Ernie Shoon, did I get it right? This shown. Oh, last name shown. Okay, Ernie Shown with all things balloon. All right. 210-842-308-8867 is our phone number. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let me uh, get a card because I have something uh, that you guys might want to be a part of. So, all right, 210-308-8867. Jerry's answering a question off the air, so I'm going to tell you what's going on today. So besides the balloon animals, besides the face painting, besides the moon bounce, besides the pumpkin patch, the maze, uh, we have all kinds of fun here at Millburgers, roasted corn, uh, the virgin margaritas, which are just kind of slushies and stuff, uh, and all kinds of fun stuff. So come on out to 
to Millburgers today and uh, just to bring the family, uh, the little red choo-choos chugging by. This is, I am guessing, just looking out, and this is just where I'm at, uh, looking out onto the nursery. I've probably got, I'm going to say, about uh, 25 to 35 folks and probably more that i'm just looking at and that's a small area so they're uh, behind me is the maze and they're running through that they're at the moon bounce so I, i'm guessing uh we've we got we got a big crowd over here at Millburger. so come on over and be a part of it and uh, have some fun uh, today with the kids and bring a camera please bring a camera and plan to take pictures uh, because there's lots of photo opportunities here at the nursery. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867, uh, the number to call to be a sh- part of the show. Well, welcome, Calvin. What you know? Oh, you can- it's a bit of a traffic jam out there. Yeah, it's okay. It's I hope little- uh, there's a lot of... Uh, Emergency vehicles. I hope nobody was hurt bad, but oh no, out there on uh, oh on the exit, on Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Did you have a question, ma'am? Oh, are you just? She's just staring at us. Did you have a question? You want? Can we? Can we ask it on the air? You'll do great. No, no, it's great. I promise you. I've had like three-year-old children ask questions on this, so you can do it. Here you go. I'm give you the mic. Be, be careful of the scorpion. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? I'm looking for avocado plants. Okay. You've come to the right place. Down the hill on the left, right? Do you need to? Uh, do right. you have questions about which ones to get, or? Uh, I understand. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're on the right side there. of the trail. There are several varieties oh, down there. That winter well. Oh. They're all the same. They're all the same. Well, the, are the Mexican they're, avocados they're a little tough. better? Or? Some in the sheltered spots. That the ones we sell are, are about the same cold. Okay. Okay, so. thank you. Bye-bye. Thank Good you. luck. See, that wasn't too hard. Milton, I can't That's hear. A it's a big tree, yeah. you understand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Better? No? All right. Have you ever heard oh. of ATB? Okay. Got it? <laughs> no? Uh, all right, stop. Yeah, I think so. Okay. This is Good. not a, this is not a reason to plant an avocado tree because you like guacamole. I mean, quit it. They're pretty trees. I like them. Why you give me that look? <laughs> but you don't you don't make uh, guacamole out of the leaves, Mel. Oh. You make it out of the fruit. I forget. Did, did Bill say you could eat the? Uh, well, you got to if the... you get the right le- leaves. It's there's a. Is there two species or licorice? Yeah, yeah. It smells yeah. like licorice. One, yeah, one will one will kill you, and the other one was. Yeah. Uh, can you can use it for recipe? Yeah, no, no, the one you're doing. Uh, yeah. yeah, and if uh, if you didn't know, you you just have not come back. So there you go. Yeah, the uh, the freeway is uh, blocked up. Oh, and, okay. And there's major yeah major, major accident out there. Well, we're okay. Did you find a parking space? I. I did. Barely. Barely, yeah. Well, lucky I had the little uh, beetle. Yeah, yeah. But uh, That's funny, yeah. So you can squeeze into I can. Yeah, I squeezed in next to you, Melton, towards okay. the, the wall. Well, welcome. All right. Yeah, no, you know, you're, it's okay. We, we weren't upset. We uh, we saved you some corn. Did you get it? 
I saw that you guys. Uh, yeah, we sent got me the, we got it, and you, you gave were, me the husk. Uh, you, yeah, no, no, you got we got it for you, and uh, yeah. we didn't know if you were going to show cob. up. The cob, you gave me the cob, and you took the corn. We didn't know if you were going to show up, and Milton and I ate it. Yeah, so, we just we didn't want to go to waste. It, it's a thought that counts. Yeah, we yeah. thought about it. Well, you. you know, I've heard when people do like things like that that they <laughs> quite often get indigestion. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, just that because of their guilty conscience. Oh, the telltale eat. corn. Yeah. We could just hear it. All right. Hey, listen. Also, you may want to come and take pictures of all the different employee costumes here at Millburgers, and you want to vote for your favorite one, and here's why. One, they get a prize if you, uh, if you win or if they win, and you get a prize. Uh, just for voting, uh, one of the people who votes will be uh, the winner of a $100 gift card to Millburger. So uh, uh, it's worth worth voting. Vote often, which you can, and uh, just vote for your... So it pays to vote here at the Millburgers Employee Costume Contest. Right. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. How cold, how cold did it get last night? I don't know. I, don't I know mean, this morning. It didn't was, seem it was like it was any worse than yesterday. Morning. Yeah. In fact, today I think is nicer. I'm in short sleeves and it's, uh, uh-huh. yeah. Yesterday you were kind of under the weather, though. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday, so I'm feeling better. I know it was obvious. It was obvious? Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. I'll try not to make it obvious. <laughs> um, but speaking of things brightening your You kept day, throwing those antibiotics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And taking them, and they wouldn't let me give blood. The um, <laughs> I walked out this morning getting ready to come to the show and just kind of was feeling the coolness of the air on the skin and just kind of, you know, taking it all in. And then all of a sudden, this really sweet fragrance hit me, and I looked. I think this is where it came from. Alyssum? No, it was, I think, the Belinda's Dream. Uh, I know it has a light fragrance. Oh, yeah. What an imagination. You don't think it was that? No. Oh, no, that. Not a, not, a, not a wafting. Oh. Now, if you get, sometimes, sometimes four... you can smell it when you get... Real close. It's a real light fragrance. Well, I wonder yeah, what it was then. Light fragrance. Now, alyssum, if you're looking for no, plants that, that, that have that capability, uh, alyssum, another one that does is uh, we grow with uh, seeds, sweet peas. Sweet peas can do it. Pansies, some of the pansies have a fragrance, but it's usually not that yeah. strong. Stocks, stocks will do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stocks are really, I think stocks... Or one of my, yeah, I think one of the, most, a lot of people would rate those as uh, really high in terms of pleasant fragrance. And it is a powerful fragrance, too. Well, now I'm trying to figure out what it was. The only thing uh, that was near, does basil have a scent? No. Sweet basil? No, even if it's in bloom? Well, basil, basil has a, some of the herbs do have a scent. Okay, I don't know what it was now. Now you just, yeah. now you've just upset me. I hear I thought I had nice. Well, sweet maybe smelling. you got a special. I did. I got the fragrant Belinda's dream. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh huh. That's you. a problem because I guess they're vegetatively <laughs> reproduced, so it'd be hard to get a. Unless there was a after the fact, uh, genetic. Yeah. Cha- alteration. If it, if it if you smell it closer, if it is fragrant Milton, we'll we might take cutting though. Okay, and call it the Milton. Uh, yeah, because okay. we've been we've been looking for. 
Now, wait a minute. Do you say Belinda's Dream or Grandma's Yellow? Belinda's Dream. Okay, Belinda's Dream is Franklin. Well. Big I mean, time. Well. Thank you. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Belinda's Dream. W- wafting? Yeah. I was three feet away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's it's fragrant. That's what you were smelling. Thank you. I hope so, because it smells I, I was thinking Grandma's Yellow. No, Grandma's Yellow, I don't know. That doesn't have a... It doesn't have a yeah. fragrant. Anyway. It's awfully pretty. I think you guys are you're wishful thinking on the the degree of Belinda's Dream fragrance, him? too. <laughs> uh, I, I have several in my yard, and I've never noted that. In fact, I go and purposely try to smell uh, it. Maybe don't. you don't smell so good. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, that came yeah. Out. He smells. Yeah. He smells. That came out. He's got a good scent. He smells. Oh, smell. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, hope, I hope you guys don't trip on this corn cob. Uh, <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I was going to borrow the hose here. To... James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're having a lot of fun. What you doing today? Hi, I'm just trying to take care of my yard. My yard. How you doing? Okay, that's a good idea. It's a good day to <laughs> do that. I know it's beautiful. It's not a million degrees outside anymore. Thank you. Well, yes, so, sir. How can we help you? Well, I've got an issue with my my lawn. I've got St. Augustine grass, and um, I have what I believe is brown rot. I had somebody come by and take a look at, it, and they said it looks like brown rot, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Brown um, patch. Phoenix, mm-hmm. br- brown patch. Yeah. Brown yeah. patch, which is a rot, so, by the way. Oh, really? Right. So, are you looking for short-term solutions or long-term? Or, uh, yes, I want to do it right. <laughs> I don't. We just put the yard in uh, the beginning of this year, so I don't want to lose it. Obviously, I don't want to re- oh, have to replant. Just put it in. Well, that's not uncommon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the uh, uh, when we had strange weather this. My my neighbors experience the same thing. You water a new lawn uh, pretty excessively, and then the the weather changes. We go from 95 during the day and 75 or 80 at night, and it goes down to 60 at night. And then mm-hmm. your the disease will often start in the low the lowest part of the lawn. Sometimes it's even hard to see that it's a little lower. It's any place that water will settle. And I and I bet you're St. Augustine is Raleigh, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. We had tried using the floor cam at our last place, and because I I heard that that was a little bit less uh, right less prone to this, but we didn't right. have really good luck with that then either. So when we put yeah. this in, we put in the the other one. Are you still watering? Um, as, I think la- yes. Last week was the last time we watered. We watered okay, once. Yeah. A week. Well, I would I would make sure I wouldn't water more than once every two weeks with that okay. situation because if the cool weather continues, and okay. then um, generally uh, you, you know they'll if you can stop the infection is it spreading? Are you seeing yes. the yes? Yeah, okay. starting to spread actually really fast. Okay, well stop. You let it dry out. Okay, that'll be. Uh, It'll be just your luck. The rains will finally start, um, and that's what happened to my neighbor too. They we diagnosed it, figured out what was wrong, and so they stopped watering. But then the rains started, and so it just continued. You can you can apply a, uh, a soil fungicide 
Uh, there's there's a, a bunch of them. All of them, all of them seem to be effective. They'll stop. They'll stop the spread of the disease, and then you just have to wait for the spring. Uh, generally, the springtime for it to heal. But okay. the key is, is just to stop the spread. And then the other the other thing is, if you can really identify low spots, if you can do anything to increase the, you, you might even in your situation, you might even be able to put a little um, top dressing or uh, uh, compost under, you know, lift the sod up and put it under there, or uh, just top dress it with a half an inch or so, and that sometimes that'll do, that'll really do it. Jerry, anything else you can think of? Yeah, I was going to, uh, uh, F-stop is probably the best uh, fungicide to use. One called Little little F and uh, capital S-T-O-P, what is, F-stop. And uh, that, that's, uh, it's not a bear, what is that? Uh, no, it's not a bear, I don't think. But anyway, uh, is it is it in circles? Is it is it in the... Circles, or is it a heavy traffic area? Or, or no, it's actually is? pretty much a non-traffic area. It's just up in the front, and there's really no traffic through there. Is but it, it's in a circle, right? You know, I couldn't tell you for sure. Um, I don't is there know. A lot of times, too, like in a new lawn, I'm, I'm thinking of this same lawn, uh, they, they put a... Uh, a steel a ridge across there to stop, you know, the to keep people from driving. Right. And of course, the water stopped piled the ridge, right up there, yeah. and that's where. And it was not the best, you know. It didn't didn't illustrate the the round pack, but but that's where the disease started in his case, and then it just moved back up as the water accumulated there. So, so James, dry it out, and I think you'll see that the the, the disease will stop spreading, or and get get some F stop for sure, or or one of the get some products. No, in the old days it used to be Bailaton and do what? I I read somewhere that you can use peat moss on it as well. No, that's a different no, that, disease. No, that's a different disease. We think that you have that that's a take all patch. Yeah, and you wouldn't right. have take-all patch in the first year of your yeah, lawn. Yeah. Okay. Now, tell me what happened to the floor tam. I'm interested to hear about hear that story. Well, we had um, we had it in our old lawn. We had it in for probably I don't know about six months, and it already had started dying off again. Um, it was under some pretty serious cover. Um, oh, we had okay. A, a really good. Um, uh, live oak cover over it so i don't know if that affected it or what but that one we put it in and it did great and then it just we seem to have like this nine to twelve months after we install it we start having problems with it i think we're probably just overwatering. did you say it died off well it started to right and it had started to die off like we started getting some some more patches in it uh, probably July. I think we put it down in like December. Okay. I I don't know. That's <clears throat> strange. Uh, Florida. Where'd you get the Florida? 
Um, I don't remember the name. The grass guy, I think, over on the south side. Oh, okay. Uh, Florentam seldom gets brown patch. I used to say never got a brown patch, but I, I found a guy that, that uh, uh, an expert that he so we say seldom gets brown patch, but uh, Raleigh has, has is known for brown patch, especially when you're first installing it. So how do we do that? How do we take care of it long term? Let's say we're able to actually um, save it. How do we well, take care of it to make sure? We're... Well, you'll save it. Well, you wanna, you wanna. The the, the rule of thumb is you do not. Once it uh, you you cut back in watering once you get into the cool part of the fall. As soon as it gets cool at night, you definitely don't want your grass to go into the night wet. So okay. in the fall, in the fall you you want to be on the side of a a, little, a dry lawn. Okay. And since you got cool weather, you know you got lots of slack there. You know you can. It's not like the middle of summer. But uh, so that that's it. You dry in the dry in the fall. You want to identify any low spots. That's usually where the where the disease starts. Right. And and you want you want to identify any of those spots where the water, like I mentioned, the water drains to and settles in, and and just deal with it. And those low spots can be dealt with just like a half an inch of. Uh, Top dressing will quite often do it. It uh, doesn't take much unless it's a real obvious hole. And uh, so how do we know how much we need to water it then to make sure that we're not getting it, so that it's getting enough to get down to the roots, but not so much that we get the, the rot? Well, w- w- um, an inch once a week. An inch once a week always does the job. Okay. okay. The, one, the once a week is kind of a key. I mean, you can... You can fluctuate it. You can go a little more when it's real hot. You can go a lot less. Well, if it rains, you don't. You don't. You don't have to water it. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. You take care. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery where the Halloween Spooktacular is going on. And you're listening to 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Here's a reminder, when there are things going on at Millburgers like there are this weekend, make sure you go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com will tell you all about the events that are happening and keep you informed, whether it's a blood drive coming up or maybe it's an educational event or maybe it's a big celebration. Millburgers will tell you all about it at millburgernursery.com, so save it as one of your favorites. Millburgernursery.com 
is where you can find out what's on sale this weekend, like pansies on sale in the 4-inch pot, just 98 cents each. Isn't it great? It's pansy time. Cyclamen is on sale at Millburgers, and this weather makes you want to go out and get some in the 4.5-inch pot, just five ninety nine for this beautiful plant. And this week at Millburgers, you'll save on perennials. This is the final weeks of their big sale. The perennials are on sale for 40% off now, just three eighty eight in the 1-gallon container. All this and more. Go to MillburgerNursery.com at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 9.30 a.m. The Answer presents another amazing family values opportunity. For over 25 years, Bracken Christian School in Boulevardy has provided an excellent education within the context of a biblical worldview, equipping students to impact their culture for Christ. And right now, a $7,800 voucher is available for only $4,500. See the family values page for the terms and conditions and other great offers, too. It's Bracken Christian School's Family Values tuition deal as seen on 930amtheanswer.com birthday parties basketball games babysitting and watching your kids be put through what they used to put you through are all part of being a grandparent and loving on your grandkids another part is aging and not being able to be as much of a supporter as you begin to need more support yourself it is always difficult to admit our own mortality and ask for help However, planning for it is essential to easing the burden on your children. Do them a favor and take care of your estate planning. Get a medical and financial power of attorney in place and start planning your estate now so your children can successfully help you navigate the golden years. I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. Let my team help you get a plan in place. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas, so call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, lawfirm.com. White Singer Law Firm, Peace Through Planning. While you're listening to your music, there's something else you should listen to. Your body, it's demanding omega-3s, vital nutrients your body needs to stay healthy, and 90% of us don't get enough. Nordic Naturals Omega-3 Fish Oils is America's number one choice. For over 20 years, Nordic Naturals has set the standard for fresh, pure, non-GMO fish oils with award-winning taste. You'll never experience fishy burps with our multi-patented manufacturing process, ensuring you get the freshest fish oil available. Omega-3s are a great way to stay healthy, supporting your heart, brain, joints, eyes, skin, and even your immune and nervous systems. For a sound body and mind, everybody needs Omega-3s. Come into Rhonda's Nature's Way to get your Nordic Natural products with two locations, 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Jay Sekulow sees a bigger motive in the Las Vegas shooting. Did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? Radicalized unbeknownst to us? What is the evidence that has the sheriff concerned there could have been radicalization here? Now, radicalization doesn't necessarily mean international, but the use of the word radicalization conjures up groups like ISIS or some politically adverse group in the United States. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The 
Welcome back to Melbourne East Guard in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, where Carlo back at the station is, I'm going to mix in some Halloween tunes. Not necessarily scary, but you get the idea. So, all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, Calvin mentioned uh, some of the, some of the, I guess it was yesterday we were talking about uh, removing some of your summer annuals and, and, and uh, planting some of the cold weather annuals, cold weather crops. You talk about you taking out your uh, zinnias and oh, yeah. things like that. And, so, uh, and that's important to do at this time of the year now that the weather's turned cool. Your pansies, snapdragon, uh, pinks, or uh, uh, dianthus, uh, ornamental kale, or ornamental cabbage and kale, and other cold-hardy annuals uh, need needs to they need to be planted as soon as possible in a well-prepared bed uh, so they can get a head start. In other words, before the weather turned extremely cold. Now, if you, if you don't be, plant your... Their root system will expand faster in a warmer soil. And if you don't plant your snapdragons pretty quickly, you'll miss out on that fall bloom. Right, right. And, and but they'll go have, through the winter, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll live, but they uh, they have a... They, generally, the cold weather in January, they go into a little break area, so then you get another... Nice bloom, bloom period in the spring, but the best is if you can get take advantage of the fall bloom period and then a little break and then a, the big spring bloom period, too. Right. Hey, we got summer on the line at 308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Hey there, summer. Long time no here. Good to have you back. What's going on? I think this is, is this the same summer we met? Yes. Yes. Good. What? Um, I have a question for Jerry. I called you two years ago and asked you what kind of a tomato is solid that I can slice for fried green tomatoes, and you suggested Celebrity. And that year, a virus hit them, and then this year, a virus hit them, and I don't want to plant and go through all of the care of celebrity if I don't ever successfully get more than one or two tomatoes that aren't black and split. Is there another tomato that is a solid tomato that doesn't have a virus? <clears throat> not not really. There's a, a tycoon, I think, has the best best uh the one called tycoon that has the best uh, uh virus resistance of course it's too late to plant it now and too bad there won't be any seed in the future well you quit it <laughs> <laughs> at least you won't have the virus oh, no. <laughs> but uh uh that's that's been a good one for us uh you just have to try uh some of the new new hybrids that we have uh, like I said, Tycoon is, is, was a pretty good one. I, I don't know if we're, how much longer we're going to have seeds since they quit doing the seeds. Maybe next year there won't be any Tycoon. 
But uh, what try do heirloom try. tomatoes not get viruses like the genetically modified varieties? No, the the, the reason that the the hybrids don't get uh, the they, the hybrids don't get uh, their their some of the varieties. She she, she threw my she threw my mind off when she said genetically modified. No. Well, aren't Celebrity and Tycoon, aren't those tomato varieties created? They're hybrids. In other words, they, they take a, a, a mother plant that has a certain characteristic that they want, and they cross it with, a, a, with a, another plant, another uh, plant that has another characteristic that they want. And to into into what two two different varieties are crossed by hand, uh, by hand or either open pollinated, and uh, they're genetic. They're, in other words, they're it's it's just it's just a natural cross that produces a hybrid. They're not genetic, but yet that. Uh, it's not radiation. Or yeah, it's it's not. Uh, yeah, well, well, not, I did not inserting mean. It's not. Cells. It's not artificially manipulating the genes. Okay, but would an heirloom tomato? No, they have no. They, they, they have they have no resistance to virus hmm. or any other disease. That's that's why. Each of these new hybrids, they're attempting to uh, address either a specific disease or more of the diseases that are available and are, that are threatening them. So you, you uh, could kind of go down the list, and Tycoon has got a, a long list. Tycoon came on the market because, because it uh, uh, addressed one of the big viruses that we were faced with. Uh, All right. Eight or nine years ago. Right. So okay, then I'll try that uh, next year because I like fried green tomatoes. I like ripened on the vine red ones, but I like fried green. And if they have a big jelly seed area, they don't keep together very well when you fry them. And I have one other just quick question. I planted eight, eight squash plants four zucchini and four yellow straight neck and on five of the eight squash plants I did not get one female blossom is that something I did was it the weather was it the variety of or whoever I, th- got I think the it's fertility I think it's fertility how did you how did you pre- how did you prepare the soil um, I spaded it over from my garden last year. I mixed in a handful of three shovelfuls of the actual dirt that I had of potting soil, and then I just dug a hole and put them in. And I have magnificent plants. I mean, they're five feet across. They're huge, the biggest squash plants I've ever seen, but not one female blossom. Hmm. And they're in the sun, right? Yes, full sun in the very middle of the backyard. And I have one little bitty plant 
that's a yellow straight neck that has given me probably 15 squash. And it's a tiny little plant. And I have one zucchini plant that's huge that the zucchinis are shaped like cantaloupes. And the skin is so tough, you would need a chainsaw to cut into them. But those are my only two producing plants out of the eight. Huh. And I think you all know from last year, especially Dr. Finch, that I can grow squash. Well, I'm beginning to wonder now. I wonder if I wonder if well, be fired or is there, yeah, he's throwing is there an H E B close to you? <laughs> mm. Oh man! Not that sells patty pan because you can't find patty pan in a grocery store. That's right. I got pictures of that. The first squash. Yeah, they look good. That's where we had the competition with summer. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And I won by I default. Yeah. But I'm just wondering why these magnificent, huge squash plants didn't make a female blossom unless, well, they made plenty of male blossoms, but no female, no squash. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the variety? I think I think it could have been the variety also. Was it? Boy, did you just get it off the seed rack? Straight crook neck? No. Um, I, I think she had luck with plant. that. Yellow straight neck, and then uh, the label just said zucchini. Okay. And, you know, I last year I had to make midnight runs and throw squash at people's front doors because they'd see me uh. coming and run in the house and slam the door. And this year I don't have anything. But I did have about five neighbors say, I really like the yellow and I really like the zucchini, but that white one that's like a spaceship, I didn't care uh, for that. Uh, well, it's a different kind. Uh, that white one is a scallop or uh, it's a different type of, of squash. It's a, it's a winter squash, isn't it? Oh, well. That's a patty pan, I think. Patty pan. Yeah, the patty pan. Oh, no. Is that a white one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Use, it, use it in res- recipes, mostly hot dishes and things. Yeah, I think you've well, stumped them. I don't know. Do you have any? I, I think it, it just the weather conditions and uh, and variety is the only two things that I can think of that would would cause that to, I, to bloom. I, I think summer has obviously irritated the squash god. Uh oh. <laughs> and uh, and the tomato god too. Two of them. There you go. Well, I will never plan another celebrity. Quit it. <laughs> and I don't know who was the one that combined those varieties to make the celebrity, but yeah. I wish they could have bred out the um, virus. Yeah, we, we, with we the always said, we always said, uh, and the breeders are. We used to have breeders of uh, uh, peppers and uh, tomatoes and things like that, and they spent their entire careers uh, trying to develop uh, varieties that were resistant to uh, the viruses that we have in in Texas. And that's four, that's four or five of them. And they, this this virus thing goes all the way to all the way down into Mexico and all of the tomato growing regions. Summer, have you got any? Neighbors that uh, 
garden that had different success than you did. One of the one of the ways to you know Jerry, I'm kind of with him. I think it's probably the weather. It's been a strange year, and if you if you got a couple you know neighbors that had the same luck as you, that that helps verify that it's probably weather related. Or if they did had completely different luck, they had a lot of squash, then you can figure out what they did different than you did. And sometimes that's pre- pretty revealing. That would be variety, probably. Well, Summer, we I'm the run only to, oh. one that has a garden, and I feed or try to feed three families, young families, young troops at Randolph or Fort Sam that, you know, could use a little extra food. And it's disappointing when I go to all the work and don't get any uh, results. So yeah. I think I'm going to get seeds for my squash next year instead of the plants and then plant tycoon and see if I have better success with that. Okay, if you can't find Tycoon, get one called uh, uh, 1823. Uh, H- HM 1823. 1823. Oh, that had, sounds like a Milberger specialty. No, it was. Well, it's, a, it's sold in the San Antonio market. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great tomato for the this uh, both the spring and this fall. Okay, I'll try that. Thank you. You take care, Summer. We'll uh-huh. talk to you Bye-bye. soon. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Here's a reminder. When there are things going on at Millburgers like there are this weekend, make sure you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com will tell you all about the events that are happening and keep you informed, whether it's a blood drive coming up or maybe it's an educational event or maybe it's a big celebration. Millburgers will tell you all about it at MillburgerNursery.com, so save it as one of your favorites. MillburgerNursery.com is where you can find out what's on sale this weekend, like pansies on sale in the 4-inch pot, just 98 cents each. Isn't it great? It's pansy time. Cyclamen is on sale at Millburgers, and this weather makes you want to go out and get some in the 4.5-inch pot, just $5.99 for this beautiful plant. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on perennials. This is the final weeks of their big sale. The perennials are on sale for 40% off now, just $3.88 in the 1-gallon container. All this and more Go to MillburgerNursery.com at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call Call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-642-9531. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-642-9531 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-642-9531 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-642-9531. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Joe Walsh isn't looking for normal from Washington. Bush and Obama came out last week, and they all basically said, this guy ain't normal. What Bush, Obama, the media, and all the elites don't get, these are not normal times we are living in. The fact that Donald Trump is not normal, I consider that to be a necessary thing. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 10 on 930 AM. The Answer. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Something weird and it don't look good. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Or you could call us if there's something strange or weird. On your plans. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South. Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick up here on the porch at Millburgers watching all the folks. Uh, I was trying to do a head count. Now, this is just in front of us. How many folks you think Trace are, are out there just right now? 90. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of folks. I mean, yep. It's between the, uh, the train rides and the... Uh, the roasted corn. We can't see even see the the wound artist face painting over there. It's just uh, well, and and you Milton to your left. There's yeah. a large crowd uh, on the on the end of the pumpkin. Oh, cool! And that's and folks that are waiting for the train too. Well, Trace, what's going on today? Well, we got all the events happening. So, uh, as you mentioned, we have balloon artists. We have face painting. I think those are going till three. Corn until we run out. That's good corn, too. Did you mm-hmm. have any yet today? Not yet. Okay, that's a good sweet Somebody corn. Somebody had some. What? I these old corn, uh, cobs here. Yeah, we got, we got Calvin some corn, and he was late today. There was like one ear left, and we gave it to Calvin. Uh, yeah, and uh, then Milton and I lost control. And they, yeah. Okay. But we left him the cob. Uh, bounce house. I think there was a, there was a good <laughs> 10, 15 little kids uh-huh. around in there having a, having a heyday. 
uh, no pun intended. Ah. Then uh, <laughs> the maze. Uh, yeah. There must have been another, oh, maybe seven or eight families running through that. Yeah. Uh, the train station. Uh, the, the, everybody's lined up. is great. They're all having fun riding the little mm-hmm. uh, red train, which is uh, scarified for Halloween. I heard I heard Robert when I went out of my car. I could hear Roger screaming all, all the way up to the train station. It, it amazes me he still has a voice at the end of the day. <laughs> it does amaze you. I and mean, then to go two days in a row. Uh, lots of color. Yeah. And so if you if you uh, want to dress up your yard for uh, Halloween, we can fix that up. And if you're thinking already further ahead for Thanksgiving, we can get you there too. The moms and, and things like that. Uh, we've got a few mums left. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, for for those of you who uh, need something for All Souls, All Saints Day, we've got a few mums. And we also got in another batch of the Merry Mums. Oh, did you? So, uh, you know, we Yeah, you got, plenty, you got plenty of uh, garden mums for uh, decoration for a, a Halloween party, too. Yeah, if somebody's go. got one, you want to put the containers right by the, right by the door, a little hay... Yeah, it really makes a nice decoration. Instant color. We do still have hay bales for sale, too. Oh, good. And, and pumpkins. And, and corn. Corn, corn stalks. Corn corn stalks. Yeah. A few, a few pumpkins left there. You got any cyclamen? Uh, just a handful. <laughs> just, just row after a row after row after row. And the pansies are on sale. They are. 98 cents. Yeah. It's a great selection out there. There's uh, Colossus and Matrix, I believe, are the two main... Right, so one exactly. one is one a clear face and one is a monkey well, or matrix can be both ways. Okay. Uh, that was the the newest improvement in pansies. Uh, if you've ever grown pansies before, sometimes the bloom stalk gets real tall and then breaks. Um, matrix is uh, is a shorter bloom stalk stalk growing okay. pansy, so it's less likely for the for that to break, which means you get to enjoy the bloom longer. Of course, there that's one of the Selling points of pansies are you can expect blooms every single day from when you plant it until maybe June 1st, depending on how the weather is. And neat thing about it, even after a, fr- a freeze, the, it has bloom. It reblooms. Yeah, pansies. Uh, fast. Yeah, it it has to be extremely hard freeze yeah. to freeze the blooms of pansies. Though. Yeah, as much as I like love cyclamen and snapdragons and stocks. Um, they're more likely to be affected by um, cold weather, really cold weather, whereas the pansy, we just expect them to keep blooming right through the winter. So let's see. So pansies, do I see? I think I see some geraniums. You do. Those are Fantasia series. we got a hand, uh, handful of them. And this week there's going to be a few hanging baskets of Fantasia. Oh, coming. cool. Good. And this is the ideal time to plant geraniums. So all right. whether they like. There were a couple other things that you were going to tell us about maybe today that are coming in next week. Do you remember? Spinach. There's spinach coming. And maybe the... Uh, well, just tell us what's coming in. <laughs> you can't remember. Oh, 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 okay. Well, no, you can... We you, can. you have to watch it. No, watch it's very good, Milton. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Trey. So you drove him off, huh? I feel bad now. Well, I know he was going to talk about... There was something that you mentioned yeah, yesterday, and yeah, you said, I'll know more kinda, tomorrow. And it's a little like the, there he is. the sunflower-like flowers, uh, calendula. Yeah, with, with all this fun going on, I, I did this at like 
8 o'clock this morning. Oh, okay. So, let's see. Geranium baskets, yeah. rosemary baskets. Ooh. Ah, here's one. Calendula bonbon mix in a 10-inch pot. Oh, in a 10-inch pot. Yeah. Huh? So that will be uh, you just quite I often. Like the stocks that we've been getting. Yeah, leaving. Uh, so that's a new one. Got a bunch of stock coming. Stocks in? Uh, Ten-inch pots. Ten-inch, okay. Vegetables. Um, blah, 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 spinach. He's that's looking. about it off this. Okay. Of, of new and interesting. Any any uh, calendula and uh, stocks in uh, four-inch containers or? No. Three and a half inch, so we could plant them in the cut flower garden. One of the big things that you, you have on sale is the one-gallon perennials, so it's a good time to to uh, come into Millburgers and save and plant some of your favorites because I'm pretty sure they're all here. A uh, good chunk of them, and a lot of them are on the saws package. So if, Ooh, wow. if you've signed up for a saws coupon, uh, a lot of those that you need to get in uh, in one-gallon cans, we actually are have them in this sale. Not all of them, but a good chunk of them. That with rosemary, butterfly weed, salvias. Uh, there, there's a number of them. In Plantanas. There. So okay, so lots of good stuff. Can we mention the cyclamen? Um, let's see. Primula. Oh, yeah. A few primula, alyssum, violas, dianthus, petunias, snapdragons, uh, ornamental cabbage, kale, dusty miller. I still have a few sun impatience left. Um, and a number of Swiss chard. And you can already see the colors coming in the stems. Yeah, if you're looking for a, a productive vegetable that's also attractive, grow in a, a large container, uh, that... Uh, Bright light Swiss chard is really a good choice. It's attractive. And, and there and, were there were about ten strawberries out there this morning. I thought we were done with them, but apparently there's a few still out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're trying to find some more to get and, more plants. And then uh, another good choice for that decorative vegetable container are uh, three or four different kinds of lettuce. You know, the different colored lettuce. Uh, Actually, leaf lettuce. Yeah, I have a pot that's yeah. that's already got like three different varieties of leaf lettuce in it. Yeah. And uh, that, that can even be planted in a flower bed to give you some texture mm. and color. And then you can eat it. <laughs> but then again, you can eat pansies. There you go. So, that's right. They put a. Uh, you could have a culinary. F- What's the word I'm looking for? And gar- uh, as, as you look before we get to the news, uh, daylilies too, still. Yeah, there's a few daylilies over there, and those are on that sale group. Speaking of flowers you can eat. Yeah. Cherry. That's, that's, why, that's why I we love daylilies. We have to keep the daylilies He's grazing in the daylilies. Because he has All a right. tendency to chew on them. We're going to take a quick break while we do. Come on by and visit with us at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And uh, we'll be happy to, uh, to visit with you, to answer your gardening questions. Back in a moment. Uh, I'm Milton Glick. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we're going to go right to our phone lines. Virginia is on the line at 210-308-8867. If you're new, Virginia is going to tell you and show you how it works and how we take calls on the air. Hi, Virginia. How are you? Hi, Hi y'all. Doing uh, great. Yes, I'm trying to find out. I'm looking for a plant. They had this at HEBs here, and I never got to look at it. I, because I had to go somewhere, and I thought I'll look at it next time. Well, they sold every one of them out. But it looks something like a gladiola, and it had, like, rust or maroon-colored leaves. And I'm trying to find out what y'all might think it is. I don't know what that could be. It, it, it's not, it didn't have any flowers. The leaves look like gladiola leaves. Oh, so it didn't have any flowers? No, uh-uh, it didn't have flowers on it. Somebody suggested it was probably just some sort of grass, you know? But yeah, I, that's... I don't know uh, if something new came out or... Must must have been. So <laughs> so the the foliage was colorful. Yeah, the, it saying. had no flowers. It had leaves, something like glad, but I was at a distance, and I didn't have time to go look at it, and I thought, I'll look at it next time. They sold every one like it was a... You know, frenzy or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there wasn't nothing I, there. I, I, I don't know what that could have been. Like you uh-huh. said, it could have been an or, ornamental. Ornamental. I got it. I got it. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it could have been an ornamental grass of some type. Is there a website where they have plants by color of foliage? Not that I know of. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. The, the best, best, best way to. <laughs> Best way to find out on that is, is ask them at H E B what yeah. that plant was. Yeah. They, somebody somebody in their in their garden department or whatever. I was thinking about that, but they probably don't remember. <laughs> oh so. yeah. They okay. remember, especially if you get somebody that's in the garden department. Mhm. Well that's what I'm gonna do. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm sorry we couldn't no, give that's you the okay. exact name. Uh bye bye. All right, thank you for calling. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. You, you've adapted to that 210 pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm impressed. It's a little tricky. 210-308-8867 is our number. Well, if you just tuned in, Millburgers is hopping. You can hear the uh, little red choo-choo or the terror train for Halloween in the background. Uh. Sorry, I tell you what's terrifying is Steve Milton get getting in back chair. in his chair. Yeah, it was while not, trying to talk on the radio. It is not pretty. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you can. Uh, we've got the face painting, the balloon artist, and we've seen some cool balloon uh, stuff go by. Pictures are people are still taking pictures in the uh, where Millburgers has created a little area for pictures. Uh, with uh, pumpkins, really festive and uh, more fallish than Halloween. It's it's uh, it's not scary, so it's kind of just kind of fun. And then they've got the maze, and they've got the uh, ah the amazing maze, the amazing maze, uh, the balloon animals, and you can vote for the your favorite employee costume. They've they've all got little numbers on, and then when you vote for them, you are entered in a contest. Calvin's bringing us corn. Uh, he does like us still. So uh, wait, wait. I thought he said he didn't like corn. Uh, or he's just bringing us husks again. He's going to get uh. back at us. <laughs> but anyway, um, lots of fun stuff going on. And uh, we encourage you to come by, ask your gardening question in person, take lots of pictures, and uh, have some a good time. Or just call us, 210-308-8867. Oh, I didn't finish. When you uh, 
Vote for your favorite employee costume. You are eligible to win a gift certificate, a $100 gift certificate, to Millburgers. So come on by quickly and um, and be a part of the, uh, the big fun. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308, thank you, Calvin, 308-8867, or toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Look, they got white corn. Is it's that what done. this is? Yeah, yesterday was, I think it was yellow corn, wasn't it? He was Which commenting the, white, the corn was white corn he was commenting on. It's white. Usually that, uh, we, we usually consider that to be sweeter, at least. Oh, wow. Experience. Of course, it all depends on it the maturity. It was pretty sweet yesterday. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it, yeah. Uh, well, they had not had the any bad day. corn out I here. guess we've talked about this, but in the old days, you know, one day storage made a difference. Yeah, each variety was different. Really? Now all that's good. Maybe it's because we don't have any taste buds. Or <laughs> no, I, th- I think they. I thought you said you didn't like corn. Yeah, apparently he changed his mind. Maybe he didn't like yellow corn. I just said that because you guys were harassing. Me. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, is a is a sour grapes. It was a sour grapes. Are you still alive? Oh, (laughs) it's amazing. People still greet Calvin after that nice greeting that you gave him. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Um, what did I want to talk about? Oh, here. No, uh, we we didn't mention Calvin's article yesterday in the paper. I don't think uh, he got a really good article on uh, the difference in compost and uh, com- mulch. compost and mulch, and he talked about all the. So if you if you take if you take if you took yesterday's paper on page uh, on section C back of the sports page, uh, he talks about. Uh, Talks about it gives a lot of and talks about a lot of questions about mulch. Well, here before like, you, what's the difference between mulch and compost, Milton? Do you know? Uh, no. But I'm going to find out after we talk to Greg, real quick. Okay, sure. Greg's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Great, thanks. How are you? Hope you guys are doing well too. Yeah, um, we're I having fun a, out here. Yeah, it's a wonderful day. I have a question for you. I pulled my sweet potatoes, and they were full of holes. And I oh no, they were holy sweet potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's praise the Lord. All right, Swiss <laughs> <Good> cheese. <laughs> and so, I guess I guess that's wireworms. Is that right? Yeah, uh, it's it, it's sweet Weevils. potato, sweet potato weevil. Now, did you did you cut one open and did it have uh, kind of white worms in there, or did it have uh, purple hardback beetles? They, it, my son broke it open and he he said it was full of a lot of little holes that looked a little black. Love. The 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 worm the the beetle the kind of beetle like thing was black. Just the holes. I didn't. I don't think he saw any beetles or anything. Oh, he didn't see any living creatures in there. Huh? Right. Well, uh, it could have could have been wire worms too. 
Uh, were all of them that away? Yeah, eighty or ninety percent. There might have been one or two that were good. Yeah. Have you have you grown? You've grown sweet potatoes in that area for several years in a row, haven't you? No, that was the first time. I dug up oh, some grass. Really? I brought in some dirt and I I planted them. So you disappointed. The, yeah, usually the weevil won't show up until uh, till you've had a play. You know, had sweet potatoes in that area for three or four years. Uh, Maybe maybe you just had wire worms. Did they did they when, when you dug the sweet potatoes up you, you could see holes in the outside, right? Going on into the inside? Yeah. Okay. Like pencil like a small pencil lead size hole. Right, right, right. I bet that was wire worms. That's good. To, to be that quick. So uh, how do I get rid of them? So next year I can do this. Well, back in the good old days, we used diazinol, uh, a, a soil, a soil insecticide. Yeah. Uh, but now, can they, does can, Bayer have a product that? Yeah, they got a soil for? insecticide. I, I, I've never checked I, the the label. Yeah, for. I can't remember what's in it. But uh, get get one of the Bayer uh, soil insecticide. And and uh, treated according to the the label instruction. Right. I bet that's wild worms. That that's good because it's more more of a chance to get them under control than the yeah the weevils. That's why that's why they given out. That's why they don't grow a lot of sweet potatoes in this area. Right. That and the weevil. Weevils have been tough. Yeah. We're we're in a weevil zone. But if you didn't if you didn't see any little white worms in there. Look like grubs. No, I didn't and see you, anything like that. If you didn't see any uh, purple, pur- I think that purple, uh, purple insects in there. Little, 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 they're interesting looking. They look like, like a weevil. They have a weevil uh, proboscis or whatever you call it. But uh, but I, I, I that sounded more like wire worms. If you if you just hold straight through it or and you don't see any type of larvae or anything like that, that's probably wireworm. And your so best, bet got... would, best bet would be to treat uh, next year uh, at planting time with a bare uh, product. So I've got some potatoes that are about 10 feet away. Will they be all eaten up too? It's probably, very possi- right? if, it's, if it's wireworms, it's very possible that they will have... Uh, Damage, wireworm damage. But it's not automatic. That's right. So you don't. Uh, it's it's not like the old days where you got acres and acres. And, right. Because I I don't I don't you know we've had we got a lot of gardeners that grow regular potatoes and very few are, have been troubled by wireworms. Yeah. Uh, that's will they mess, I can think of. Will they mess with beets as well? No, they they're on the ground. They're on the ground feeders. They they they're beneath the surface of the soil. And okay. and, uh, and sweet potatoes are such a long-term crop. Uh, you you must have a pretty big garden to be growing sweet potatoes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. 
Well, so how did you how did you start your sweet potatoes? Where do you, do you get slip? Did you buy slips in or what? No, uh, my wife had some uh, sweet potatoes that were growing, and so yeah, in the kitchen, and so I just planted them. There you go. You plant the yeah. whole potato? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. I, well, well, I, I cut the potato in half and stuck it in water to get them to grow bigger, and then when they were with a full root, I just put them in a, a small pot and put them in the ground. Then. Okay, okay. Yeah. But basically, if you do that again, you put them in, you did, you did everything, but you just take some of what we call slips or... You take some of those sprouts yeah, that those come little, out. Yeah, those little stems. It's just amazing that yeah. you just get a little piece and they, they all, they take all off. of them grow. Yeah. They take off. Okay, I'm sorry you had that the bad luck with your sweet potatoes, but... Uh, uh, good luck. Well, now I know what to do next year. Yeah, there you go. All, all right, right good luck. Good luck to you. Thanks, sir. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Virginia forgot to ask something, so we're welcoming her back. Hi, Virginia. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I forgot to ask you if uh, asparagus plants have to go dormant or will it kill them? You're talking about edible asparagus, right? Yes, uh uh-huh. Basically, that's the problem with growing asparagus in this area. Is that it? It uh, most a lot of winters it, it never goes dormant. Mm-hmm. So we we've uh, kind of modified the growing uh, the growing scheme of asparagus and tell people that you need to cut it back to the ground uh, if it hadn't frozen down by Christmas. Okay. How but old is your How old is your asparagus? Well, they're like. Two and a half years old, something like that, and okay, they—they're they're supposed to be the males, you know, the giant males. Yeah, yeah, Georgia really giant and those things. They didn't really do anything. I don't know. I guess I got to give them more fertilizer or something. Yes, ma'am. That's what I was getting ready to say. They—they're a vegetative crop, and they—they they need to be fertilized well. Yeah. And, okay. and water during the and summer. Water's good. And another thing too, my sweet potatoes didn't do anything. The plant and the slips didn't even grow. I don't, I don't know what oh. if they lack something in the soil or I, I thought they. I mean, the soil was good. I don't understand what went wrong with well, them. They, you you mean you plant you planted slips? Uh huh. And uh, our sprout or sprouts of them. Uh huh. And then and then. Uh, they didn't do they anything. Didn't, they didn't. They didn't grow. No, uh, they grew a little bit, but I mean, they didn't show any disease or distress or anything. They just sat there, so I don't know. How long? They... How long did the how how long did the the vine grow uh, after you planted the slip? They just started growing a little bit. I mean, uh, some just got a foot tall. Some got you know two and a half feet long. I mean, nothing outstanding. So yeah, the, when, they ought to spread all well, over. That has to be fertility, should. too. Yeah, when did you plant them? When it was time to plant them. I can't remember what it was, but everybody else had planted them. I had them in the ground, and they just didn't do anything. So I, like, June, I don't know. June or May uh-huh. or June? Yeah, uh-huh. May or June? Maybe a little bit before that. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I th- that has to be fertility. I guess so. And I had them in raised beds, and I thought I gave them the fertilizer, but I 
Yes, they need more teachers like the asparagus. Yes, ma'am. They yeah. do. They do. Slow release okay. lawn fertilizer. Oh, really? Okay. Well, thank yeah. you very, very much. Okay, thank you for calling. Thanks for calling huh? back, Virginia. Bye. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. That's 210-308-8867. Outside of San Antonio, you can call us at 866-308-8867. And uh, let's talk gardening with you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, let's uh, be back in a moment, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Here's a reminder. When there are things going on at Millburgers like there are this weekend, make sure you go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com will tell you all about the events that are happening and keep you informed, whether it's a blood drive coming up or maybe it's an educational event or maybe it's a big celebration. Millburgers will tell you all about it at MillburgerNursery.com, so save it as one of your favorites. MillburgerNursery.com is where you can find out what's on sale this weekend, like pansies on sale in the 4-inch pot, just 98 cents each. Isn't it great? It's pansy time. Cyclamen is on sale at Millburgers, and this weather makes you want to go out and get some in the 4.5-inch pot, just $5.99 for this beautiful plant. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on perennials. This is the final weeks of their big sale. The perennials are on sale for 40% off now, just $3.88 in the 1-gallon container. All this and more Go to MillburgerNursery.com and Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent, and he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care right here in Military City, USA. Since 1999, we have been providing the peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Call now and in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. Call 210-256-CARE. That's 256-CARE or online at inhomeseniorcare.com. Inhomeseniorcare.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Run the nature's way. Stop in and see us today. Vitamins and so much more. We're a friendly local family-owned store. Vitamin C, A, or D? Which vitamin is right for me? Minerals? What are those? If anyone knows. Rhonda's knows. Rhonda's nature's way. It's time to get healthy. Come on, everybody, let's go. There are two Rhonda's locations. Right here in San Antonio. For over 41 years, we've been blessed to serve you. Our staff is getting you healthy. 
because that's just what we do. We thank God to be here and for so much more. We're your friendly local family-owned store. Rhonda's Nature's Way. Stop in and see us today. Vitamins and so much more. We're your friendly local family-owned store. Hugh Hewitt says laws are made for a reason. I'm a rule of law conservative. If you start allowing states to just legislate what they want without regard to the supremacy clause, you're back in the Confederacy. If states get to do what they want, there is no higher law. Really, you don't get to pick or choose. You live in a society of laws or you don't. No one's above them and no one's below them. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas. I'd like to see you doing some of the moves. Now. Yeah, the moonwalk. Oh, I can. But can you? I'm doing it now. Oh, oh man. Wow. Did you see that? That looked just like Michael. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> ah, it's a shame we're on the radio. <laughs> All right. It's so amazing we're on the radio. Yes. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So you didn't answer my question. What's the difference between mulch and compost? Let's see. See, I knew you wouldn't know that. Compost. You haven't read well, Calvin's article. I haven't, but, okay, well, tell us. Mulch is an insulating layer between the soil and the air. All right. It can be composed of different things. It can be organic or inorganic. It can be a mulch. Like you have plastic mulches. And oh, that's true. Bark mulch. Yeah. Compost is decomposed or decomposing organic material that works well as a mulch, but is probably more valuable as a soil additive. And Kevin says incorporate two inches of compost into any planting area to improve uh, plant performance and. And our top dressed lawn grass with compost after it has been aerated. So that's the difference between uh, um, basic, basically uh, organic uh, compost is uh, is organic is the uh, decomposition of organic mulch can be the decomposition of organic mulch and. Uh, one of the one of the questions I get all the well I I have my compost pile and and uh, I'll I'll make all, all the compost I need but it takes a long it takes oh, a lot yeah. of compost if you have a big garden or a, a big lawn um, it's almost impossible to make enough compost oh yeah so you you go ahead and have your compost pile but you rely on commercial uh, Horticulture supply companies uh, like Organic Supply, organic, Quality Organic, and and others, and uh, then you get the material. The cool thing about that is they'll deliver it. Yeah. The price is reasonable. But then I have another question in there, Jerry, that reflects 
what we talked about, I think it was last week, we had somebody call and say they had a, this, they have this wonderful texture and uh, planted everything and nothing grew. It just mm-hmm. stared at them. And, uh, and then we've had a couple of kind of closely related questions. A lot of times commercial compost includes uh, sawdust or shredded brush or something that is uh, not not started to decompose. When it does start to decompose, it's nitrogen deficient. So you can you can rarely well you really can't count on compost to provide nutrients. It provides wonderful texture and and things, but and it will help in terms of making nutrients more efficient. But that's why we always recommend 10 cups of slow-release or winterizer lawn fertilizer every 100 square feet of garden because you're, you're, you're liable to have uh, uh, organic material in there that is uh, not decomposed. Not decomposed. And it's, re- it's real common. I mean, you, it's desirable to find uh, compost that is, is de- decomposed, but... Uh, it's not always possible. Thank you. The um, building so got a balloon. A little Tinkerbell. Think, uh, that's cute. So yeah. what happened to your... Um, He's over that, there. That's, uh, oh. that's not for me. That's for someone else. He, so blew, he blew away. Uh, no, did he? No, I think no. he blew... The, the scorpion you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he blew off here. Yeah. I thought he... So, so we, we tried to, to, we to leash him. It. Yeah, we've got him in another place so he won't blow off. All right. But so. anyway, another th- problem that uh, Calvin uh, took wrote about was how deep do we need to pile the mulch to do any good? Uh, and uh, Calvin says the mulch at any depth helps conserve water and prevent weeds. Use a fine mulch like live oak leaves, compost, cocoa shells, pecan shells, at one inch deep for seedlings or small transplants. And then uh, increase the depth to two inches as the plants increase in size. Okay. And, and that's in practical terms. It's, it's just almost impossible to garden when you got little plants that are buried in the mulch. So you. Yeah. You, you know, you may not be getting any evaporation, but you're, <laughs> you're maybe covering the plants too. I think I think Neil Sperry uh, talked about this uh, several weeks several weeks ago, and uh, he was saying that, that, that two inches in, uh, as the plants increase in size. And Calvin jumps in there and says, "Trees and shrubs benefit up up to six inches." Sure, you went, little, you. you went a little nuts, there, Calvin. If you're if you're putting that's half a foot. Yeah, you're putting mulch over a root system. But if you notice, you put six inches in there, and then if you looked at it a month later... Yeah, it's decom- it's yeah dropped it just, down. It's yeah. shrunk. Yeah. So, and, and of course, you can you can go to the extreme, you know, the, the commercial fig producers, what do they got, 12 inches? Or, yeah. But uh, six, four inches is a pretty convenient for over... Uh, root systems but six inches isn't especially if you've got a 
a uh, mulch that's easy to use, live oak leaves. Yeah. Uh, really shredded, shredded brush. Shredded brush, I guess, is kind of d- dense, so you would probably be leaning towards the four inches rather than the six yeah. inches. I think Neil was concerned that uh, you didn't wouldn't get water penetration. Yeah, I know Neil's into the into that. There is a, a question there about uh, you know if if it's dry and you get rain, uh, does it block it? Well, I, I admitted that it does block some. And if if you got dry a dry situation, and you got a limited amount of rain, it, mulch can block it. But I, I say overall, the net impact is uh, really positive. Yeah. So. And we talk about, especially during the drought, you need mulch during the drought, but you need mulch over a wetted soil or, or that's, soil that's why we, that's got water. That's why, why too we always say. Well, when we transition uh, from spring into summer, and we we have generally have an area a time, oh, in May when you got pretty good wet soil, that's it's really an essential time to get the uh, mulch on there. And live oak leaves are quite often available in April and May for sure. Right. Uh, I think people. I think people, Jerry, get a. Uh, Worry a little bit. I, th- I think one of the things uh, in the article that I emphasize is use the mulch that's available and uh, the one that's uh, least uh, least expensive. It can make a difference. Some of them are more, much more attractive. I, I really like that shredded cedar. The looks of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. And if you're in a, we've 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 get had listeners that described and I've gone through it myself where. You mulch something on a slope, and then we have a rainy period, and you end oh. up with all the mulch downstream. <laughs> so there, that's where you really want to use a shredded, shredded brush or shredded cedar. Uh, what's the other? I don't think I covered it this time, but the the leaves, oak leaves, and pecan leaves. You mentioned those. Oh, they're, they're still good. They're still good mulch. Yeah. It's uh, the tannic acid is. Uh, I don't know. Might be a factor in the laboratory. But, no, it's not. But I. Uh, it's not as, a, as alkaline as our soils are. Uh, yeah, it's just not a. That's insignificant. It's, it's more the. It's more useful as a mulch than it is any kind of chemical issue. Now, uh, compost has gotten such a good. Good name name identification. Uh, you 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 took you t- took on a question that uh, that we always run into in, in vegetable gardens uh, when people you say well it sounded like you needed more fertilizer more nitrogen fertilizer element and uh, people always said well I added compost <laughs> and that's what Kevin took that on and said I always understood compost to be high in nitrogen. Uh, see, comp- compost is more of a soil conditioner. Yeah, texture does, texture. does a great job in texture. Yeah. Soil conditioner and uh, and also to to uh, to hold water, uh, water increase the water holding potential yeah. of, the, of and, the soil. And it, as we mentioned, it does make the nutrients that you apply more efficient. Right, it? right. But 
It doesn't bring its own. Generally, it doesn't bring its own nutrients with you, with it. So you do have to add them. The question is, why is it recommended that when we add compost to the garden each year, we also add high nitrogen lawn fertilizer? And uh, you answer that says finished compost has some nitrogen. But commercial compost usually includes sawdust or other low nitrogen material uh, to make it go further. As organic materials decompose in your garden, they can create a nitrogen deficiency, especially if you incorporate them into the soil, if you work them into the soil. Uh, that, that's the difference between the mulch and the compost. The compost is worked into the soil, mulch... Mulch is usually not worked worked into the soil uh, uh, un, un, until it decomposes. The texture is great, but the plants don't prosper because of nitrogen deficiency. Look for compost that is mostly composted, and see that that's another problem that we're having around here. There's so many so many gardeners, and they want so much compost that they. And it just takes a while to make compost. Yeah. And when you when you make compost, you've got shrinkage like only I'm pulling out of that well, out of air. We, I, need, we I, need Malcolm back here to tell us yeah, what percentage well, was, of shrinkage we get. I was thinking you know, I generally say when you got an eight by eight by six foot tall compost pile and if you just let all that decompose you probably end up by a four by four by one foot, and it just keep eventually yeah. you would have nothing. You'd have a gases. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why we say you 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 know use uh, decomposing material because we want we, we want a happy medium between the material that's completely uh, r- relatively decomposed and the material that's going to add to the texture. And, uh, you know, the definition, one definition is that it's material that's decomposed to the point where it, you can't tell what can't the original identify the, uh, And it's got a clean smell. Material, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why Malcolm, Malcolm Beck always said his uh, compost uh, smells sweet. When, when he put a lot of manure in it, you oh. know, he, he was saying that his manure don't stink. Well, I got I got uh, compost, and uh, <laughs> obviously it had manure in it yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> that that, that well, oh, a few years ago, I that must have been a real issue because I had written a, an article about the the problem of the the sawdust and the brush yeah. in there, yeah. plus the smell, you know, and the smell disappears pretty quickly once yeah. you get it. Spread out a little bit, and if you don't have a rain, that's what brings the especially new compost. Yeah, but in other words, they have to turn those compost piles. The commercial people do with a big front end loader, and this this is why again, I always say that eighty to ninety percent of the people that say they're composting are actually rotting. Because turning that compost pile enough to keep it burning, so to speak, or keep well, the heat built up, takes a lot of well, energy. Well, we've, we've had master gardeners that have actually produced compost with a limited material, 
really chopped up in three weeks. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, actively turning it, keeping it yeah. moist and the oxygen in there. But it's not unusual for a, a rotting pile where you don't, you're not actively, oh, it's not unusual to go six months before you get some oh yeah, use, yeah useful which then, is good i mean it's it you just don't put contaminated or infested but plant material into the compost pile expecting it to be sterilized or pasteurized yeah. uh, because uh, you you don't have the heat process but when you when you have those rot piles that you don't turn and they're not burning hot inside uh it still starts the decomposition process from changing changing what mulch uh, what will be a mulch into a, into a compost and it's desirable just from to recycle that material rather than put it in a landfill even though if you don't get a huge amount still still a val- valuable exercise and yeah Kevin right uh, look for compost that is mostly composted uh, and supplement uh, the nitrogen with 10 cups of lawn fertilizer per 100 square feet of garden for best results, especially, especially if you're incorporating the compost, which is mostly composted. And uh, so uh, anyway, the, uh, that's a good article in yesterday's paper on, uh, section, in Section C. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, and we won't take a break. While we do, you give us a call and be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Here's a reminder, when there are things going on at Millburgers like there are this weekend, make sure you go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com will tell you all about the events that are happening and keep you informed, whether it's a blood drive coming up or maybe it's an educational event or maybe it's a big celebration. Millburgers will tell you all about it at millburgernursery.com, so save it as one of your favorites. Millburgernursery.com is where you can find out what's on sale this weekend, like pansies on sale in the four-inch pot, just 98 cents each. Isn't it great? It's pansy time. Cyclamen is on sale at Millburgers, and this weather makes you want to go out and get some in the four-and-a-half-inch pot, just five ninety-nine for this beautiful plant. And this week at Millburgers, you'll save on perennials. This is the final weeks of their big sale. The perennials are on sale for 40% off now, just three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. All this and more Go to MillburgerNursery.com at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. 
With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-292-7796. That's 800-292-7796. 800-292-7796. With all this talk about the National Anthem, we thought it was a good idea to learn a bit more about why the National Anthem is so important in this country. This National Anthem Minute is brought to you by Premier Roofing and Contracting. Sir Francis Scott Key wrote the words to the Star-Spangled Banner as a poem the morning after a huge battle in 1814 between British and American forces. But how did Key get there and why? Key was on a humanitarian mission. His ship was flying a white flag. He was trying to obtain the release of an American doctor taken captive by the British. After he went on board the British ship to seek his release, he learned they were about to attack Fort McHenry in the port of Baltimore. So the British held him captive all night as they bombarded Fort McHenry. By the morning light, after the fight was over, he peered out of his ship window and saw an amazing sight. The flag was still there. Thank you, Premier Roofing and Contracting, for standing for our national anthem, PremierRoofingAndContracting.com. My name is Thaddeus Bediger, and honestly, I have to say and spell my name every day. I'm also the owner of Premier Roofing and Contracting. Easy to say and much easier to spell. Premier Roofing and Contracting proudly serves San Antonio and the Hill Country, and we're a preferred vendor with major insurance companies. Call Premier Roofing and Contracting for a free estimate for your roof repair or replacement at 210-867-6001. At Premier Roofing and Contracting, we install quality with confidence. PremierRoofingandContracting.com. Mike Gallagher believes there are some issues we should all agree on. Am I wrong to react to the Harvey Weinstein scandal by observing that not everything has to be left versus right? There is this this paradigm now where everything that occurs becomes left versus right. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8, right before Dennis Prager at 11, on 930 AM. The Answer. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The that? It's Halloween music. Oh. Carlos got us taken care of back there at the station. Hey, um, so if you're still celebrating Halloween, come on by Millburgers. The uh, balloon animal, our balloon artists and face painters will be here till 3. We've got roasted corn, little red choo-choo, all kinds of fun. Uh, still plenty of uh, going on today, and it's a beautiful day uh, to head on out here. The sun's nice and, and warm, and the uh, the breeze is nice and cool. All right. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> So anyway. I don't think we have as much breeze as we did uh, last yesterday. No, yesterday I think it was breezier. It was a little cooler, too. But my, uh, I'm in long is, pants, but a he shorts. Still, still hasn't got his shorts on. That's good. Thank you. All right, what you uh, got there? A lot of people are uh, moving their houseplants in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we talk about uh, some tips uh when you cut back on, when you get ready to move your patio plants in for the that freeze, uh, cut back on the fertilizer and uh, given in potted plant patio pots and hanging baskets, 
that you intend to bring indoors for the winter. They won't need the nutrition. Your goal will be to limit uh, new growth in darker household conditions. So you'll you'll cut back on the watering because you'll rot them if you keep them too wet. And uh, then, of course, you don't want to be fertilizing them. we got a, had a question in said uh, the I have a standard houseplant ivy that is a remnant of a family member's funeral service. Hmm. I heard that one time. I've heard it a yeah. million times. Our hospital, they got it in the hospital. And they want to keep it. it and means, they want it to mean something it. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put it outside this spring. It's grown like crazy. Some of its runners are now eight feet long. That, that's wow. A, that's a high ivy, houseplant ivy. Uh, it's grown like crazy. So, uh, when I watered it recently, ants poured out of every poured out of the planter. Is there a way for me to get rid of the ants without replacing all of the soil? Absolutely. That's, oh yeah. That's, that's an easy, 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 easy fix. Which you, and you need to check all your plants that's been out on the patio. Uh, before you bring them in the house, because you can treat them easier on, outside than uh, than uh, when you get them in the house. Oh, okay. And uh, so, uh, I don't know. Just dig around the plants. Most of the time, when most of the time when fire ants are there, they'll uh, they'll actually uh, be on top of the soil. So you, if you just scratch scratch the top of the of the container. Uh, oh, to see them come out? Yeah. Okay. Or you can uh, stick your finger, and if you don't know if they're fire ants or not. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't want to make sure that they're sure. some harmful ant. What you do, you stick your finger down in there, knuckle deep, mm-hmm. in the way you see the ants coming out. And uh, and if they, don't, if they don't eat the flesh off of your finger up to the first knuckle after about 30 seconds and they're not firing. No, that's good, yeah. Yeah, but regardless of whether they're fire ants or not, you want to get rid of them. And um, basically all you have to do is uh, use one of the products uh, labeled for control of ants. Uh, I, I guess uh, I've used Malathion before. Uh, mix it according to any any fire ant control that you that you have, or fire ant product that you have. I, I guess uh, we could use our acephate. Oh gosh, yeah. It's it's a liquid. I mean, it's it's powder form fire ant uh, fire ant killer. Yeah, and there's and and it's, it stinks. But uh, you you mix it, uh, and it's sold as fire. There's never killer. any doubt that that you've uh, you've applied something right. to it. But but you definitely want to do it outside. You yeah. don't want to do it inside. The one I have is called Surrender. But there's I, I think I'm sure there's ten or twelve that have yeah. acephate as the active ingredient. But that product is a uh, is a uh, water soluble. Powder. In other words, when you do, when you you take a tablespoon of uh, acephate or uh, fire ant killer, or, or I guess it's it's ortho. It's got an ortho label on it. Some, some do. Yeah. But anyway, or or uh, fire. It's that fire killer out there, and it contains acephate. 
Uh, and so uh, when you put a tablespoon of that or a couple of teaspoons of that in a gallon of water, the the it, it it's it's water soluble, so which means that it completely disappears. And and it's completely water soluble, so you don't have it, you don't have to worry about mixing it in. So that uh, way. are you talking about treating it? Mounds, or are you treating containers? Or? Well, we're treating containers, and oh. we're getting ready to take it into the house. Oh, okay. And so, uh, so Neil said, mix it, mix it, as, mix it according to instructions, and drench the soil with it. In other words, you you mix it up like uh, like if it's it's asphalt, and you mix in a tablespoon per gallon of water. That's the rate to use asphalt as a spray. And um, and you just water the plant with it that has the ants in there. Now Neil recommends that uh, you leave it for a few minutes and then flush the soil thoroughly to rinse it away. Um, he he was saying some of the fire ant drenches do kill vegetation. I've never seen that. Uh, and and uh, you could use malathion too. Any anything that kills ants. Mm-hmm. Now, you, uh, both malathion and asaphate, you could, rather than drench, uh, drench it to, to, to take out the material, you just, if you wait until you don't smell it anymore, then that, then you can go inside. <laughs> you know, the next, the next day or two days from now. Yeah. It's like 30 seconds for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I wonder what you would do with spinosad. Uh I don't know. I, I, I've never seen the label on spinosad. Where you, I, I imagine you could use that as a drench too. Mix that up and and we don't. Is it soluble? Yeah, I guess it does. Have a drench. A drench or uh, it does come in a bait form too. Yeah, right. Spinosad does. But we're we're talking about drenching house plants to take them in for for the winter. And. Uh, but uh, I, I don't. I know that wouldn't damage the root system. And you're missing one that's really easy for containers. There's a uh, Bonide makes one that is a uh, systemic insect granule, and it actually lists pot size, how much to put in, and, just, and you water. Oh, it you in. just put it in. A, just like the Osmocote, huh? Yeah, so, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't stink, huh? Well, I didn't say that, but uh, then my my nose doesn't work, so I, I couldn't say. Well, you put you put like I say, you do this now, uh, considering that you might be taking the plants in in a couple of weeks. Well, like, what I like about the granule one is it's a middle of, middle of corporate, so uh, it actually will suck up through the root system and help with any bugs that might be well, sucking yeah. on the plant. There you go, get get them both yeah. ways. All of these techniques are much better than my wife Judy did when Uh-oh. she found the fire ants. Uh oh. I think I told you. She Boiling just, water. She just pull, uh, tossed the whole plant. Wait a minute. The, <laughs> the As she was moaning and groaning about getting bit by the fire. Oh no! They made her mad. They made her mad. <laughs> Did you tell them the fire? It wasn't a personal thing with yeah. the fire ants. And, the, and the, West, the, Westies, the Westies, this unusual behavior scared them. They all ran in the uh. direction to hide. Uh, uh, so anyway, that's that's a way to get your uh, house plants uh, and plants uh, that and those fires. 
we have, of course, the greenhouse producers, uh, commercial producers, all the time have to use the baits in there uh, because uh, they're inspected. In other words, you don't you don't see fire ants in a nursery, uh, a retail nursery like Millburger, because uh, before the plants can be shipped, they're uh, treated for fire ants and and they're inspected periodically. It's very seldom that you see a, 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 a container in, in, a, in a retail nursery that fire ants It doesn't happen out. often. No. And but, but it certainly happens often in, in home gardens. Oh, yeah. They just, uh, fire ants just love that's an ideal environment for them, well-drained. And, um, and they get in there during the yeah. winter time too. And in, when it's wet yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a, it's probably a good idea to have that technique in mind in one of those products. That bonite product works well. Hey, Trace, we got about five minutes uh, while I got you up here. Um, anything we want to talk about well, before? We missed talking There's a about giant swallowtail. Oh, that's I was right. I so excited about all the other things going on. Yeah. I forgot about that. So Copper Canyon Daisy is the plant of the weekend. Uh, the regular $6.99. We've got them on our perennial special for three eighty-eight. So it's a gorgeous yellow gold bloom, very aromatic foliage. Is that a good word, aromatic? Yes, it is. There okay. you go. I'm um, even Milton could smell it from mm-hmm. a distance when it's, I was carrying the pot up here yeah. yesterday. Is that related to the uh, mint marigold? Um, genus, my, same genus? don't think so. But, uh, 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 foliage doesn't look similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean uh, in the, its characteristic. Yeah, the bloom... I don't think it's in the same uh, genus. But great, great fall blooming perennial. Um, gets quite wide. Butterflies not, like not it. Not so tall, yeah. Um, it's great to put in uh, in landscaping, especially when you're trying to uh, to get that fall color and blooms for the butterflies coming through. It goes along with that fall aster too. Yep, yeah. Very, very similar growing pattern to the fricardiaster. And uh, for those of you, of those who ma- mix and match colors, they say that those are good companion plants. Oh. That, that purple color of the fall aster and uh, and uh, mint, mint, for those of you who went to LSU, that was yeah, that was going to say there, or the Lakers. Oh yeah, that's true. That, but it works for everybody else. Yeah, little little point of history that that was the first native plant that uh, Lone, which used to be Lone Star Nursery, uh, tried to introduce as a as a native plant of, uh, by Lynn Lowry, uh, the, the guy that named Sinisa. Right. And uh, the interesting thing about it was they had a complete failure because they didn't realize that it only blooms in the fall. And uh, they had thousands of plants that they didn't know the bloom cycle and things like that. And at that, at that time, they were going into that category, which they have now, that they only sell the plants in full bloom or in bloom, you know. So uh, that, that was a miscalculation on there. And, but it, it, it is a native plant and uh, grows well, and, and the deer won't eat it. There you go. But on top of it. Now, if you're, <clears throat> if you're inclined to overwater things, you know, tie your hand behind your back there. Cause you, yeah, that's true. You don't want to, you, they, they do best in well-drained soil and not... 
not over water. But everybody's always looking for for plants that have a fragrance. Uh, yeah, they always think of gardenia and rosemary, lavender. This is right up there, if not better, because you can actually smell this one in the wind, whereas a lot of those other ones, you got to rub on them. And so it's um, you have in the one gallon container, and it's part of the perennial sale, at least through uh, Monday, uh, at least through tomorrow at three eighty eight in the one gallon. Yep, and you can call up and we'll actually reserve you some. Looks like there's about thirty or so. All right, you can call four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero and tell them how much uh, you want to put aside, and uh, they'll take care of you here at the nursery. All right, got about thirty seconds left. What else? What was the name of that product that you said no. uh, is taken up and can Be- you be bonide drench? Bonide systemic insect granule. Bonide systemic insect granule. That's about thirty seconds. Yeah, it is almost. By the time he finishes right now. Yeah, so uh, it's it's uh, um, things going on here till close, so uh, you can still come out here and enjoy the day. Uh, again, nice uh, warm sun and uh, nice cool breeze. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. And uh, we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Uh, of course, as always, thanks to Carlo every Sunday, making sure to get your calls on the air, picking out the music and making us sound so good. Thanks to the docs, and, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We're back here next Saturday and Sunday, and we're over here at Mill Burkers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and hope to see you then. Uh, until then, uh, just keep it tuned right here to 930 a.m., This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.